welcome to Out of Devastation, a weekly Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk all things Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neil. Hiya. How are you doing this week, Sam? Um, uh, <laughs> it's not been the best week. No. No, um, I guess I'll go on a little bit of a rant about how crap my week's been. Sure. Um, so, I've been recovering from my from my injuries from my car accident. Yeah. Um, so that's been a fun process of just sort of like lying down. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of lying down. Um, but then last week, which is why there isn't an episode, um, I was on holiday. Hey, that's got to be talk- good, right? Yeah, no, I, I I enjoyed it, but a few things made it a bit rubbish. <laughs> um, so we both sort of a couple of days before we we flew out, both me and my partner Ali um, got colds. Yeah. So that's pretty rubbish and not exactly what you want. Um, and so we got a lift down to Heathrow Airport, and we both get incredibly travel sick. <laughs> so we started out the journey feeling pretty pretty bad, um, and then it was all sort of fine. We got through security and everything, and then we didn't really have much time to like get food or anything. Yeah. Um, so we got on the plane, and then we were delayed for an hour on the plane, um, just sort of sitting on the runway yeah that's always fun for whatever reason so that was great uh, then we had like we had a pretty decent time when we were there um, like ate a lot of food um, did a lot of walking got on the subway quite a lot cool did like fun stuff um, and then on the way back our plane was delayed for five hours Ooh, that's yeah that's not great yeah sitting in JFK airport for five hours um, and so we were sitting we got to the gate like an hour early yeah and they were like, and then they, they uh, started boarding, and they were like, "Oh no, uh, actually, uh, there's been a there's been a problem uh, with the plane, so we're going to be delayed by about an hour." Like one, please don't tell me there's a problem with the plane. That's <laughs> terrifying. <coughs> and two, great, okay. And then every half an hour, they just kept making announcements that it would be delayed uh, an hour later. Oh no, that's yeah, so bad. Uh, so we eventually got on the plane at midnight local time. Yeah, uh, which is pretty bad. So that's after five hours, um, and. I mean, the flight was fine. Yeah. It, it took six hours when it should have taken seven and a half. Yeah. But we were landing on Ali's birthday. Yeah. So we meant to get into Heathrow about 9am. Yeah. And then her family had planned a meal and some stuff for the day. And then we didn't actually get home till like 6pm. <laughs> so we missed all of that. Yeah. That was really bad. We were both absolutely knackered. Uh, and then we ordered pizza. Yeah. And... Obviously, we're both vegans. We ordered pizza without cheese on. Yeah. And one of the pizzas came with cheese on. Yeah. So we had to send that back and get another one. And then my dad called and told me that while we were away, one of our guinea pigs had died. Oh no. Yeah, because they were they were looking after them because they often look after them when like when we go away. Yeah. Um. And on Tuesday, uh, our guinea pig Polly, um, passed away. Oh shit! Sorry to hear that. Yeah, so um, we had a good cry for about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was pretty miserable. So that ruined her birthday completely. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, and then just sort of pretty miserable over the weekend. Oh, just wow. like what, what should have been a really nice week was kind of ruined by illness and flight delays and <laughs> death. Yeah, it sounds like a, just, it's a string of just bad things one after the other. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it should have been a nice week. Um, and then Monday back at work. <laughs> so... <laughs> After like three weeks off, 
Um, it's been it's been pretty miserable. To be honest. <coughs> yeah, I can imagine it. It sounds sounds pretty horrible, to be honest. Yeah, and obviously on top of that, I've played like no magic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's been my week. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty crap, to be honest. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Uh, yeah, I've been considerably better than, than yours, I think. Um, I, <laughs> although I am completely run down with like a like a head cold at the moment, so apologies for my like, croaky voice and all that. I think whatever you've had, I've caught via the the medium of the internet somehow. Yeah, I've heard Skype's really bad for like virus viral contagion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm yeah just run down at the moment, um, taking the past couple of days off work, which isn't really a bad thing. And also, Red Dead Redemption Two came out, so I've managed to yeah. play that quite a bit. So it's, <laughs> it's uh, convenient timing, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I'm I'm doing all right. Um, again, also I I haven't really been playing a lot of magic myself over the past I guess two, it's been two weeks now really uh, mm-hmm. I did run a, an old school sealed event which I had a lot of fun playing in and it was yeah it was really good so yeah, we had a, a nice little eight person tournament I uh, got some fourth edition starters and some fallen empires boosters and uh, we did a, a nice sealed event for that it was on Saturday just gone it was really fun it was like yeah it was just one of those events where like everybody just Everybody just had a blast, like just opening the stuff, building the decks. It was it just kind of feels like I don't know, like almost like when you're at a pre-release and you're opening your boosters and you're getting excited about what you're opening and seeing all of these cards for the first time and mm-hmm. seeing all of these like really old cards which you know nobody's played with for like literally like like twenty years that kind of thing. And a lot of the the players that were playing that were sort of like a lot newer to the game than myself, so. It was like their first time seeing some of the cards and experiencing some of the cards and you know, watching people rip open like crawl worms and terror angels and just go like <laughs> just losing their minds. It was it was great. Yeah, that's gonna be like one of the best bombs, right? Sarah Angel. Yeah, Sarah Angel was really good. It was uh, the winning deck actually contained a Sarah Angel. That is not surprising. No, it was uh, nice and flavorful. Yeah, it was like Sarah Angel. Uh, there was like a Swords to Plowshares in that deck as well. Um, I think there's like an Urnum Gin as well. Just some, like really Sweet. good stuff. Like, <laughs> It sounds like my kind of magic. Yeah, it was sweet. I, I didn't really pull anything too exciting myself, but I managed to build like a fun, fun Jun deck, and yeah, I cast a Crawlworm a couple of times. Uh, I had like uh, Mana Flare and Fireball, and just tried to go for that, but every time I did, it just went horrendously wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had like a play in like round two where, like, uh, I had. What did I do? So the the boards. The, both boards were, were empty at this point. Um, my opponents got like, I think they had one card in hand. Yeah, they had one card in hand. I've got two cards in hand. One is Mana Flare, the other one's Fireball. And my opponent's at like 16 life, and I've got like a load of land. And I'm like, right, if I play this Mana Flare, I can totally just cast Fireball for lethal next turn. Like that does mean like they were behind on land considerably, and I was like, well, it does mean like if they just have like a bomb in hand, if they draw something good, then that kind of scuffers my plans a bit. But I'm I'm just gonna go for it. Like they either got it or they don't. So yeah. I um, play the mana fair, pass the turn. They draw a card. They play a land, and then they play a circle of protection red. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> There's nothing in my deck that destroys enchantments. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, so, so frustrating. Just, yeah, sat there and it was like, well, there's like literally, literally nothing I can do. Uh, and it turns out, yeah, they were playing like main deck circle of protection red, main deck circle of protection black. And they had like a blue enchantment as well that were like, just like tapping down creatures. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> they sat there and just kind of like controlled the board. And we just had this like really, really, really grindy long game. It was a That's load of fun, but it was like, <laughs> like typical, like the one card in the deck that that was there out. Like, they totally top decked it. Mm-hmm. It was really, really fun, really funny. Yeah, I just had an absolute blast. Uh, hopefully, it's something that I'll be able to run again at some point in the future. But it's just, just getting a hold of like the old product is just getting considerably too expensive now. Yeah, definitely. I think even like so I've been like slowly picking up these fourth edition starters, and they've like almost doubled in price when I, f- I first started picking them up. Jeez, it's uh, it's not great. Mm. It's, as long it's, as you have fun, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I had a load of fun. We all had a load of fun. Uh, hopefully going to be running some more old school events in the future as well sweet but outside of that I haven't really played much magic at all um, I've played a little bit of like arena standard as I'm calling it because it's not real standard uh, <laughs> yeah I agree, which yeah. has been uh, it's it's I mean it, it's it's fun I guess like I'm having fun with it um, but I do find that like it's either so I'm playing like the Jeskai deck and I'm finding that either like my opponents are just conceding like as soon as I play a Teferi on turn 5 because they just mm-hmm. don't want to play against that card mm-hmm. or they're doing the opposite and just like not conceding when they probably should concede and the game goes on for like 20 minutes to half an hour longer than it should do Yep. because they're playing like I don't know like mono red or something and they just have like no outs against a Teferi and a handful of counter spells yeah they keep going sounds good yeah it's uh, I don't know I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of time wasted on on arena currently. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and I just yeah I don't know. I feel like I feel like I really like the standard format at the moment, like a lot. Like it seems like it's the best it has been for like literally years. I think mostly due to the fact that all of the annoying Kaladesh cards are gone now. Yep. I think it feels it feels really wide open. It feels like there are a lot of sort of viable top decks with no no real sort of exact like you know this is the best deck you should be playing this deck kind of thing mm-hmm. um, but I, I just feel like I don't really have a lot of incentive to play it in paper at the moment yeah I I'd agree like I, I enjoy playing it but I just don't really see the point currently yeah I think like, the, the changes to the PPTQ systems or well, I guess the, getting rid of the PPTQs mm-hmm. um yeah, like the last sort of standard PPTQs like near me have already happened. Uh, I'd have to like travel if I wanted to go to any of them. There's no real point in doing that. Um, like the GP is obviously Team Unified Modern, so that's not standard. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine going to a GP to play standard side events. Yeah, I always wonder who's doing that. Yeah, I mean probably <laughs> like a handful of people just grinding like really sweet EV, but, like, sure, but like... it it just seems strange like when there's literally everything else available. Mm-hmm. Like literally any other format you could possibly imagine. Yeah. You'll choose Playground play standard. Sure. And the, yeah, I yeah. guess there's always like standard showdown and stuff, but mm. yeah, like even then, like we don't get buys at the team GP, so there's no point in grinding those planeswalker points. And I'm already qualified for nationals next year, so 
uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, although it would be really fun to play in paper, I don't think there's enough there to like incentivize just buying the bits that I'm missing for a standard deck currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I would like to play standard, but I think uh, I'd enjoy playing like Legacy and EDH more. Yeah. Um, and there's like, like you said, like the, the the enjoyment I get from standard is pretty much the only thing that's got he's got going for it. Yeah. Um, and there are formats that are more enjoyable, even though this is like a really really good standard, and I've been really enjoyed playing the games. There are more enjoyable formats to play. So if everything's inconsequential in terms of like tournaments and stuff, I might as well play what I enjoy the most. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that pretty pretty strongly at the moment. Mm-hmm. But at least you know, at least standard is in is in a very good place and a very healthy place. I think, um, mm-hmm. going by like the results of like the both like the GPs, the Star City events, and like the the PTQs as well, because there had been the past couple of weeks where like Golgari was just like dominating the online PTQs, and I just kind of thought, well, is this is this really the best deck? Like, is this just going to be the best deck to play? But it seems like that's that's not the case at all. Yeah, the the is definitely diversifying. Yeah. Um, and there doesn't seem to be like I mean Golgari is still putting up a lot of results but it doesn't seem like to be a top deck really yeah I'd agree like you can sort of turn a 20 tournament with like anything yeah. you want and um, do reasonably well um, I mean like I know that it's, it's Gabriel Nassif yeah played, played the mono blue deck to a um, to the finals at Grand Prix Lille yes that, that's correct yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absurd and like yeah you can just sort of there's a lot of different options and a lot of a lot of different decks that will uh, suit a lot of different playstyles so yeah. um yeah standard's pretty sweet yeah I really like the the whole top 8 of that uh, the Grumpy Leal uh, like standard event was absolutely fantastic it had like the mono red like mono blue uh, it was two Golgari sort of mid-range decks in there there's two Jessica control decks so it was like the is it like phoenix decks and Slesnia tokens which mm-hmm. I feel like is like the most diverse top eight we've seen for quite a long time, as far as the longest standards concerned. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So, other than standard, do you have any any thoughts on any other formats at the moment? Uh, we can talk about modern if you want. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think now is the time. Let's let's talk about modern. Yeah, speaking of uh, formats we enjoy, yeah. let's talk about when we don't. <laughs> sure. Um. Yeah, so like I think I think in a few previous episodes we've sort of mentioned how down we are on modern. Yeah, and it's probably only fair that we give it its own episode, right? Yeah, for sure. I think that I think that episode's long overdue. So let's let's go for it. Mm-hmm. So modern has historically been like sort of my favourite format. Yeah, um, it's because of the the card pool and the viable strategies and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, but recently he's just sort of getting dominated by like a couple of strategies yeah um and it's become less possible to sort of play what you want yeah um and I think you know if you play as long as you're playing like a certain like subset of cards you can sort of play whatever you want yeah it's been it's been true for a while but at the moment if you're not playing like Tron or Blue White Control or some kind of kill you fast deck. Yeah, it feels like you can't compete, um, and yeah. that's not really what I've enjoyed modern for like, historically, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I mean, the most recent 
sort of like large event was the SCG Open. Yeah. And the top eight of that was pretty sweet. But when you actually break it down, it's sort of like it looks it looks different to, how, to what we expect the Met to look like, but yeah. it's still quite symptomatic of the of the same thing. So like um, the top eight is like the first and second were both Amulet Titan. Yeah. Just sweet because that, that deck hasn't been like I played that deck quite a bit and it hasn't really been putting up results recently. So yeah, that's, sure. It's, that. it is, it's a very good deck. It's it's <coughs> one of those decks that like in the right capable hands it mm-hmm. will just take down whatever tournament it's in but it's, it's not an easy deck to play and I think, I think that kind of turns a lot of people off it mm-hmm. I played and enjoyed it but I was just like like honestly manual dexterity was a part of a problem for me yeah for sure it's not like moving pieces you have at any one time is uh, it's quite difficult to keep yeah. to keep track of um, then we have Titan Shift yeah Blue White Control Storm Jund Bant Spirits and Is It Wizards yeah so yes it is Wizards <laughs> Blue red wizards, damn you! Um, so, like, if you look at that, it, it looks it looks a lot different to what we expect. Like, there's no there's no humans. Yeah. There's no dredge. Yeah. Um, there's none of the hardened scales deck. Yeah. Which I suppose has been dropping off for like a couple of weeks now. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, it just falls to like a lot of hate cards. Yeah. Um, and it looks like people were prepared for dredge because that was sort of the, the boogeyman going into like I suppose this weekend specifically. Yeah. Um. So people playing rest in pieces, I suppose. But like, when you actually think about it, so like, Amulet Titan is sort of a fast combo deck. Yeah. Um, Titan Shift is a, a combo deck. Yeah. Uh, Blue Eye Control is Blue Eye Control. S- Storm is a combo deck. Yeah. It was also being played by uh, Caleb Shearer. Very good magic player. Very no, very good Storm player. <laughs> 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 he registers Storm in like every tournament. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, Jund was being played by Janine Comparens. Yeah, also so a very good magic player. A great Jund player. <laughs> <laughs> so we can sort of eschew that as an anomaly. And then Bant Spirits, which is sort of like competing with humans as like the, the creature aggro deck. Yeah. And then Wizards, which is also like a creature aggro deck. Yeah. So it's not actually that diverse. Like the one outlier is Jund. Yeah. And I think if you sort of give Janine Comparens Jund in any meta she'd probably do fairly well yeah it's it's kind of like almost comfortable to like reduke I'd say like if reduke turns up at a tournament with Abzan mm-hmm. or Jund then like reduke's gonna place somewhere highly or like no matter what happens that day yeah absolutely um, like the modern pro tour where he turned up with with that and like it, it was horribly positioned and shouldn't have done well but he's still top 8 yeah, yeah. Um, it's that kind of thing like sometimes you get outliers but like if you look at sort of the rest of um the rest of it, as you go down, it's just like there's a lot of burn, humans, more spirits, like Tron. Yeah. Um, and like that's sort of the meta still. Like it's still like fast decks that you need to be quick to interact with. Um, and we've seen we've seen Dredge do quite well with the addition of Crippling uh, Creeping Chill. Yeah. That card, turns out that card's good. Yeah, definitely. It's a very very you, good card. Did you disagree with me when I told you it was good in Dredge? Uh, I can't remember, but probably. <laughs> I think I sent you a message and it was spoiled and was like oh this is the reason I'm dredge and you're like no yeah like, I, I think it was just one of those cards where I was like I mean probably but like where does it fit like what do you take out to play this but uh, yeah it turns out it is just good and dredge because mm-hmm. you can just run me 12 people yeah um, while just playing the game like playing dredge's sort of game plan anyway yeah um, but yeah the, the meta's still incredibly aggressive or uh, combo decks 
or like like blue white control. Yeah, and that doesn't leave a lot of room for maneuver, really. Yeah, that's true. Which is sort of why I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I like sort of you know mid range creature decks and like value decks and stuff like that. Um, and that's just not viable at all. Yeah. Um, so the last FNM I played, I actually played Martin, and I went four zero. Hey. Yeah, but it's like I didn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> like I've definitely enjoyed like FNMs where I played Legacy and gone one three more than that. Yeah. Um, because I just had like sort of had some like non games really. Yeah. Um, and I was playing like sort of the Value Town deck. Yeah. Um, my Grumot Company, and it was just like. I enjoyed the cards in my deck, but I just sort of won by putting creatures and playing attacking with them and hoping my opponent didn't just run me, run me over. Yeah. And that's not enjoyable. Like, just hoping my opponent doesn't have the nut draw isn't where I want to be when I'm playing Magic. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's my sort of biggest issue with Modern, to be honest. I think the biggest the biggest sort of factor that affects how a tournament goes, in my opinion, as far as Modern is concerned, is luck. I think luck mm. matters the most in modern than it does in any other format currently. Yeah, yeah, I you, agree. You've I got to be like, difference. you've got to be, you know, lucky enough to have brought the right seventy-five on the day, and dodged your bad matchups and draw good opening hands and have your opponent draw bad opening hands. And I mean, you, you, you fair enough, you'll do this in every format, but I feel like in modern, it just matters more in that format than it does any others because I, f- I feel like it is it's such a percentages format like this this deck beats this deck that x percentage of the time or like <clears throat> i need to have this in my sideboard to beat this deck i don't have this in my sideboard i can't beat this deck that kind of thing yeah absolutely um and like that that's always sort of been a sort of a facet of modern yeah like back in like splinter twin and birthing pod days like you, you had sort of like an established meta where it's like certain decks, but you had like Splinter Twin and Birthing Pod as the decks, and then you had like Jund and Tron. Yeah, and there's sort of like a rotation of like which was on top based on which which matchups were winnable. Um, but like that meta was like sort of grindy and mid rangey and had play to it, and there was back and forth between people and there's interaction. It's like there's no interaction in this format. Yeah, like. You have if you have path to exiles in your deck, or you're playing burn and you bolt their creature instead of their face. Like sure, that's interaction, but there's no there's no like back and forth and like trying to grind out your opponent or anything like that. Yeah, for it's sure. Like who can who can display their absolute nonsense quickest? Yeah. Or who's playing terminus? <laughs> <laughs> like that's sort of it. Yeah. And I can't find any enjoyment in that. Like going to an FNM is fair enough because people bring their like pet decks and their fun decks and they want to. Do whatever, like I played against like Mardu Pyromancer and Four Color Shadow and stuff like that. Yeah, but if I'm going to like a big tournament, like what's I'm like really finding it hard to get excited for GP Liverpool. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm really looking now. forward to playing on a team. Like that's I think that's the thing I'm most looking forward to about it, it being a team event mm-hmm. and it just having fun with some friends playing yep. some magic. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I as far as like the modern format I don't know like I feel like I'm I'm a little bit more excited about it I don't, I don't know maybe not a little bit I feel like I'm a lot more excited about this being like a like a team unified modern tournament than just a 
just like a team modern tournament or just a modern tournament mm. because the decks are going to be because it's it's going to be different it's not just going to be have I turned up with the right deck am I playing against a good matchup like there will be some of that to some extent but the fact that there'll be I don't know I feel like you add more variance in when you've got like three versus three and a sort of more restricted card pool sure but I still think like I think the the makeup of a unified modern team is going to be um, an aggressive deck yeah humans or spirits or burn or dredge which are like essentially interchangeable at this point yeah basically what cards do you own and like which vaguely sorts like do you enjoy attacking with creatures doing nonsense with your graveyard or casting lightning bolt yeah but they they all fill the same role they're all like aggressive decks um tron yeah and blue eye control and i think that's the that's the makeup of a winning modern team currently yeah i I agree and maybe maybe like maybe you have like a storm specialist or an affinity specialist that you sub into like the the aggro slot yeah but other than that (laughs) like that's sort of how it gets made up and like if i'm if i'm going into a tournament like pretty sure that i'm going to play against one of those three decks for like at least nine rounds (laughs) that's not that's not fun yeah that's not what I want. And if, but if it, if I was like if I was playing Birthing Pod, and there was a chance of me playing against like Jun Splinter Twin or a Birthing Pod Mirror, yeah, that would be more fun. Yeah, because there's interaction in those games, and there isn't just oh my my opponent got like won the coin flip and then played Noble Hierarch and then I lost, like or like you know my opponent milled over two creeping chills and I'm just dead. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, there's, there's no fun in that. There's no interaction, and it's just, it's been bottom, bottom of the pile for the formats for, for me for so long. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. Like, if I like ranking literally every format I could possibly play, modern is certainly at the bottom. Uh, I mean, it would definitely be above brawl, but modern no, is. That's not, uh... that's not a format. I guess so. I guess so. We never we never address that on the podcast. Brawl's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> like we we don't we don't talk about brawl because it's wasn't it like officially kicked off of Magic Online or something? Uh, I think is it one v one brawl or one of them? Either one v one or multiplayer was like removed from Magic Online, and it's <laughs> right. like yeah, obviously they're they're still talking about it and, and pushing it, but they haven't implemented it in Arena yet. Uh, they are still brawl like spell slinging events and stuff that are taking place at GPs but I, I don't know it's not going to be a thing no that's so sure so they, that format's at the very bottom but it doesn't exist um, <laughs> but yeah modern's just far and away the, the, the least enjoyable yeah um, and I mean because I've always been like a player that I, I don't want to just take the best deck yeah I want to take like a, like a reasonable deck I want to be able to like compete with people but I want to take a deck that fits my style. Yeah. Um, I know it's sort of me going, "Whoa, it's me." There's no deck in the like. There's no tier one deck that fits my style. But that's always been one of the draws of modern. Yeah, I would agree there. I feel like modern has has always had this element to it where you can you can buy it. You know, one of the I guess the selling points really was that you can buy a deck and then you can play that deck forever, and you <laughs> can do well with that deck. But I don't think it's 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 really not necessarily the case anymore. Like it's it's, it's it's that idea of like you can have a deck and you can play the same deck for years, learn it in and out, update it as the sort of meta shifts. But that that's your deck. You're you know you're saying like you've got so and so playing like Storm. They only play Storm. That's 
they are a storm player somebody else just plays jund different configurations of jund in tournament but they they'll they'll just play jund and you'll just get people who will just learn one strategy sort of inside and out yep. but i feel like it's it's drifting sort of further and further away from that like being a being a, a just a viable strategy anymore yeah and it it sort of pushes people out of the format yeah if you have to um if you want to be competitive in modern and you have to keep um sort of changing your modern deck yeah like to whatever's competitive that that week even so like how are you going to get hold of dredge or get hold of humans or get hold of tron or whatever like is sort of the best call for that tournament because these these decks are worth like you know like five six hundred seven hundred pounds yeah and you, most most people can't afford to just buy a new deck, or like don't know the people that own those cards, or if they know people that own those cards, they probably want to play them. Yeah. So it's not quite as I mean, standards still got that problem, but it's it's less so because the cards are cheaper and they're in like in current rotation. Yeah, definitely. It's like if someone's bought a playset of Khan Liberated, they probably want to play them. Yeah. Um, and if they can't because it's like crap in the meta at that point, like that's really bad. Yeah. It's like this is the thing. Like I want to play. I want to play my Noble Horrocks because it's like my favourite card and I spent a lot of money on Noble Horrocks but the two Noble Horrocks decks just aren't fun at all Yeah, they're just like linear aggro decks which isn't the kind of stuff I enjoy playing Yeah, so I've like learned my green white company deck inside and out to learn that if I play a course with Crufix on turn 3 I'm probably just dead <laughs> so what's, what's the point <laughs> um, and that's why I gravitated towards Legacy or like Wyatt and FNM I'll just play EDH yeah because I can definitely have fun playing EDH yeah for sure where I probably won't have, like I said I went 4-0 and didn't <laughs> yeah the best thing, the, best I, like... the entire the entire FNM was I opened an Aurelia from a prize pack oh nice yeah so <laughs> and that shouldn't be it it should be like playing the games and having fun interactions but yeah. it's like great I lost the coin flip or I won the coin flip and I did this and well, yeah, that, that's, that, that's those are my problems. That's the thing. Yeah, like I don't even have like a a modern deck sort of sleeved up and together currently. Like mm-hmm. I've got plenty, plenty cards that I could put together, but I, I I've taken like you know over ten cards out of my hunting control deck to go into other decks and binders. Mm-hmm. So I don't really, I don't really have a deck that I could just like sat in a deck box that I could take to a modern event currently. Like that's that's where I'm at with the format currently. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm totally prepared to to play and play to play GP Liverpool, but I mean I'm gonna you know need some time to sleeve some cards up and put them in a box. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. I think that that's like maybe like GPs in, in specific. Like, so for a standard GP, if you're planning to do well, you're like, okay, well I, I can I can assess the matter, I can look at what's going on, I can play this deck, and I have the cards for this, and I have access to this, and I can yeah go and do well maybe day two and maybe top eight and that's the way that the standard GP works and then with, with the legacy GP not that we have any so far this year um, but like, you can be like I want to play legacy because it's it's a fun format and I enjoy playing it so I'm going to play it to enjoy it Yeah. whereas modern fills neither of those car- categories <laughs> for me currently it's like well, okay well I don't own the best deck and I don't enjoy it so you know like you said like I'm, I'm there to hang out with friends and have yeah. fun playing with the team but that shouldn't really be what a Grand Prix is about, should it? No, maybe, maybe that's why they're becoming Magic Fests now. No, don't say that word again. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Is um is GP Liverpool being retroactively called a Magic Fest? It's not. No, Magic Fests don't oh, start God. until next year. 
Oh, good. I've got a little bit of a reprieve before concerts <laughs> and shit. Um, yeah, and I just I I, I don't know I, I don't know sort of when this happened. Yeah, when this like real shift in in modern happened. Um, but it's just not it's not an enjoyable format. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to say it had something to do with the Eldrazi. Yeah, yeah. I feel like since since the bannings that took place around Eldrazi went there. Mm. I think this, the format had been on a, on a rapid decline since then. Maybe, oh, yeah. I'm not sure because there was there was that point a couple of months ago when I felt when I felt like it was just in this sort of sweet spot. It was like when they had like the uh, it was when they had the the Pro Tour, the Lantern Control one. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was for at least a couple of weeks around then. It was just in this like genuinely interesting sweet spot yeah and i think like nothing nothing particularly changed so that i think yeah i think most people sort of universally agree where like that was the best that was one of the best like sort of modern metas we've had in a while yeah where like the capacity decks like lantern control and like mardu pyromancer yeah and that's really sweet um and then they unbanned blood off from jace yeah and nothing happened (laughs) yeah i think i think that's it I, i think there was that slight like I guess Fortnite or so, where like everybody was trying to jam Jace the Mind Sculptor into absolutely anything that could play blue, mm-hmm. and at the same time, there was a slight resurgence in Jund in the meta because people were playing Blood Raid off. Yeah, and I think that the meta shifted to adapt to those decks and beat them, which happened very quickly. But then it never really recovered from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And um, yeah, that, that's the thing. I think that's what it, what's what's what happened. Like. And then beat sort of humans sort of became the deck that beat those strategies. Yeah, because you just go under the blood red elf and you just go under the Jason and just don't care. Yeah, um, and then those decks fell off because they were just bad. Yeah, um, and the humans stuck around because people have been people innovate on things long enough. Um, and because the current configuration of humans, for example, has those cards have existed in modern for a long time. Yeah, like a long time before the deck got like properly big yeah for sure it just takes that it doesn't take like a sort of like a series of bannings or um like new cards coming out particularly to make a deck good yeah it's just like the right person at the right tournament yeah like you, you could argue that like unclaimed territory makes that deck considerably better but mm-hmm. i think it was it was probably fine like even before then i mean that kind of came out a year ago yeah that's true um like yeah it's just it, it but, I mean, we all know what would make modern better, right? Um, would that be a them printing counterspell and standard? Ooh, uh, no, I don't think that would change things at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> probably play a number of copies, probably not even four. Yeah, um, it wouldn't make any of the control strategy viable, and would just be a card that should have been in modern for a long time. <laughs> yeah, quite uh, probably. Uh, I think we just need Splinter Twin back. Yeah, I I agree there massively. You need a reasonable like tempo control back. Yeah, that just wins the game out of nowhere, um, and just manages to like compete on this sort of turn three, turn four axis that we currently have with Dredging Humans and and, and Burn. Yeah, um, and then is able to just like pick apart the humans. And I mean, it, it's, I don't think they even have a good matchup against humans. Yeah, no, not necessarily. Like, yeah, you just get like. 
metal and maged. Exactly. Um, so I, I think that I think that card's been fine for for a while. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think. I mean, uh, so the card was fine to begin with anyway. It was only banned for competitive diversity. Yeah, which I mean, we we don't really have it. Looks like we do. This is this is the thing yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, it looks like we have competitive diversity, but we don't. Yeah. We have blue Earth control Tron, and aggro, <laughs> and whether that aggro comes in like combo deck or not. Because I, I, in terms of the way it plays out and the, the way that, like, it finishes in tournaments, like I consider Storm to be sort of an aggro deck because of, of, of like, it wins on like you know, turn four or five, which is the same way the aggro decks do. Yeah, sure. And the same with like Harden Scales, which is like sort of a combo deck, sort of an aggro deck. Yeah. yeah. Hollow One still sort of kicking <laughs> around, like just these like nonsense sort of aggressive combo decks. Yeah, I understand your reasoning behind it definitely. Yeah, good. As long as you do, I don't care. <laughs> um, but that—that's yeah. And I think Splinter Tomb would be, would be fine. Yeah. Uh, I think Stoneforge Mystic would be bad. Yeah. Like, as, I, I, if you unbanned it, it wouldn't see any play and would just be fine in addition to the format. Yeah, I think Stoneforge Mystic is a strange one. I feel like. I feel like with Stoneforge Mystic, people. Kind of people obviously people really want to see it unbanned. I feel like if it was unbanned, it would just kind of be unbanned for the sake of it, which yeah. I don't feel like is necessarily. Like, I just yeah, I just feel I just feel like it's it's necessary to unban it. Like it's not gonna change anything up either way. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think because of that, I don't think there's yeah. I just I don't know. I just don't think like just to change the status quo or attempt to just because the card will be okay is it, is it good enough reason to unban it I mean I just want to collect a company into a Stoneforge Mystic one time yeah for sure that's, that's all I want like I know it will be bad um, but I mean that, this is the thing it's it's like we've had shakeups in modern before when a deck has been too oppressive yeah um, that's sort of you know one deck like, whether it be Birthing Pard or Amulet Titan even though that, that I mean that deck's still playable without yeah. some of them or Splinter Swin, or Eldrazi. And we have a similar format, it just looks diverse. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's my that's my main problem. Because if you combine the sort of aggro decks together, they're like they make a percent the same percentage as um any decks that have been banned for diversity reasons before that. Yeah, for sure. I I would agree there. I think it would be really nice to see how Splinter Twin plays out today, like in a in a world where we have fatal push, in a world where we have settle the wreckage, mm-hmm. uh, in a world where we have that that colorless one from over the gate watch as well, uh... the one that I feel was just like just printed to host twin and then twin got banned before it was even released. Which one was that? The warping whale. Uh, it is warping whale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exile a creature with power. Power or toughness one or less. Yeah, an instant. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, because it gives Tron an answer to it. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, but we're, we're playing. We're playing in a matter where people have like main deck meddling majors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, great. Then to put the twin go. Wait. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just. I. I don't. This is the thing. I don't know how you solve this matter. I don't know how you. You, you make it less aggressive because if you ban a card from a deck like there are other decks that are there to fit its shoes and fill the same role yeah um, but then again I don't think there's any particular card or any particular deck that's particularly oppressive I think it's just a a way that the meta exists like the, the aggressive coin flip decks are 
are the best decks in the format. Yeah, for sure. I think like even if you were like hit like a certain card, let's say like like Ether Vial, for example, if you like ban Ether Vial, then like yeah, like Hardened Scales takes over as the best like aggressive deck or whatever, or maybe like we see resurgence and like KCI, there's more people picking that up. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just Affinity just comes back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think you probably just need like a bunch of bannings, but which is I don't like, I don't never know. any good. Which I don't. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just never a good idea, really. But can you imagine modern existing where Eighth of Art is, ba- is banned. But Eighth of Art is such a bad card. It's. I mean, I don't know. I I I think it's a good card. Well, yeah, like I I enjoy playing it, but I don't think it's like it's not. A ban list card. You yeah, for I mean? sure. It's it's an artifact. It's very easily hated on in, in the modern format. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if it, yeah, if they if they want to fix the format, they need to ban a lot of cards. Or unban Splinter Twin. Yeah, I think is, I think that's the way. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that that was personally what I would do if if I if I was was given free reign to do anything to the format. It would just be the first and foremost unbanned Splinter Twin. Mm-hmm. And it's well, not like like you know banner restricted announcements don't regularly happen. So if it was too much, they could just unban they could just ban it again, like the next one or emergency ban it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's weird to see some of the cards on the on the on the ban list. Like, so most of the cards on the ban list are busted. Yeah. Right. So you know you got the, like the artifact lands. Yeah. Um, pod busted. Chromarks, Buster, Dig Through Time, Treasure Cruise, Glutes of Nature. Yeah. And then, like, Splinter Twin? Like, why? Yeah. It's getting to the point where, like, so Splinter Twin and Stoneforge Mystic look completely ridiculous compared to the rest of the ban list. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Like, all of these, like, broken cards. Like, Hypergenesis and, like, Seeding Song. And, like, sure. Um, And I think, just introducing into the format, I don't think anything bad happens. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I think so taking a look at the the band list now maybe that's maybe that is what needs to happen. Maybe you just need to unban both of them. Mm-hmm. As, as much that I just kinda went on about how I don't think Stormforge Mystic should be unbanned, maybe like maybe that is just the call. Yeah, it's, like like you're because... like yeah, looking at that list it's like hmm, two of these cards are not like the others. Yeah, every card on that list is busted apart from twin and stoneforge. Yeah. Or sense of divine top, but that's a special case. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I don't think top should be made legal in modern. No, um, I think as much as I absolutely love the card and would love to see it unbanned in Legacy, like really, really badly, I don't mm-hmm. think modern is the place for sense of divine and top. No, I think it would be really good, but I think people would just abuse it. Like it would, it would be the same problem where people just like, don't know how to play with the card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I find it weird that like dread returns when they're on the same ban list. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I, I, I find it very strange um, and that is why specifically I hate modern <laughs> despite it containing all of my favourite cards yeah it, 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 it it's just very odd like I I have definitely loved modern in the past but yeah. I feel like I, I just don't currently uh, and like I feel like I feel like it's just not fun and maybe you, maybe that is it. Maybe that is how you fix modern unbanned Stoneforge Mystic, unbanned Splinter Twin. Mm-hmm. At the very least, see how that goes for a month or two. Yeah, you can just ban it again. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, people have already had their toys taken away. Yeah, 
I don't think you could upset Splinter Twin players anymore. <laughs> they were already upset. The, the problem with that band as well is it came out of nowhere. Yeah, oh yeah, it came out, uh, absolutely out of nowhere. Like a couple of months after it was printed in Modern Masters 2015. Mm hmm. Yeah, and uh, so, so people always go on about Tron and how oppressive that is. I think that deck's fine. Yeah, Tron's fine. Um, and the amount of Tron killers that have come out recently. Yeah. Um, that are completely unnecessary. Um, and I think just having twin in the format would be be good. And he does there's so many ways to beat it in the format. Yeah, I agree. Um, like if if Clark Clark Ironworks is legal in the format, <laughs> like if the Second Coming of Eggs is legal in the format, yeah. I watch one of those games happen at F and M, and I was sitting next to a KCR player, and he's a really lovely guy, and like he's really really good at playing it. But just watching, it, I was like, this is this isn't magic. Like this is nuts. Like just sitting there, like looping pirate spell bombs and like holding priority and doing all these things. Like, but we can't have a turn four kill <laughs> that dies to a removal spell. Yeah. And we, we have a fatal push, path to exile, lightning, like, well, lightning bolt only kills path to light. Um, assassin's trophy. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That's a card now. Like, we can't have mm-hmm. medley mage in main deck. Can't sell free booter in main deck. Yeah. Thought sees <sighs> like yeah. Yeah, just, just just thought sees. Yeah, that will do. Path to exile, like so many cards that Everything. so many decks are already playing that wouldn't need to change anything to, like, to prepare themselves for a Splinter Twin. Do it already be good against Splinter Twin? Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it will be bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it would be bad. I think it would be fine. Which which is the whole point. Like, it would be fine. Yeah. You just get the, and then like. All these aggro decks don't just get the free wins because they lose on turn four. Yeah, um, and that's fine. Yeah, and I, th- I think if you back it up with like the, I know it's it's sort of slightly different, but if you back it up with like the data from Mountain Star City ran that that no ban list modern event, mm-hmm. and there like wasn't a copy splinter to win like anywhere near like the top sixteen, and it was all out like busted El Razi decks. Mm-hmm. So it was like it's it's just not that good of a of a strategy. No, just be- it, I think people just played it because they liked it. That was why it was so, so represented. Yeah, it's like you yeah, like like birthing pod. I completely understand. Yeah, I mean part of the problem with birthing pod is, is is with every set it gets better. Yeah, but you can't now have that with Cedrano and Renegade Rallyer and Knight of Autumn and yeah for sure all that crap going on. And I think the opposite's true true for Splinter Twin. Like with every set, Splinter Twin gets worse because because recently we've seen so many cards printed that. Go into decks that would just just beat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with every with every set, modern gets more powerful. Yeah, like some decks somewhere will pick up a new toy. Yeah, um, and Spin Twin just gets more and more embarrassing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I just want to play Stoneforge Mystic. So give me Stoneforge Mystic, please. Sure, sure. That's that's all I want. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I modern sucks. Well, maybe I'll I'll write a nice. A nice letter to to Mark Rosewater and and ask him to unban Twin. Well, then he'll have to like fish through thousands and thousands of letters of people asking for a friends list on Arena. Yeah, true. <laughs> true, that's true. I do actually want to bring that up briefly. Yeah, we move on. Do people not know what open beta is? Uh, not not really. I don't think the game isn't finished. Yeah, the, it's not a game yet. Yeah. Technically, it, like it's not done. <laughs> Stop moaning about things about Arena. <laughs> I mean, I complain about Arena more than anyone, but don't complain. Doesn't have a friends list. I can't challenge people. Is it? Yeah, yeah, because it's not done. Yeah, I mean, at least they've announced that they are going to stick a friends list in now in well, the next update. 
they, they obviously were going to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't have an online game without a friend with. <laughs> People need to stop complaining about it. It's like, yeah, just deal with it. It's an open beta. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Uh, just an extra injection of misery into an already negative podcast. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think before we sign off this week, I did just want to have a have a look at wait, a a standard deck currently to sort of circle back to standard. Mm-hmm. And I guess do a nice sort of throwback to what the deck. Sweet. So we've got the the winner of the the SCG standard classic that happened uh, just at the weekend gone. Mm-hmm. It was won by Aliantrazi playing mm-hmm. five color control. Yes. Or as the the deck is more commonly known, Rainbow Lich. This deck is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna run through the deck quickly. It's uh Yeah, yeah, it's it's a joke. Mm-hmm. So we've got four copies of Revitalize, uh two copies of Chance for Glory, one Divination, one Chemist's Insight, two Masterminds Acquisition. Three Settle the Wreckage, two Vraska's Contempt, two Cleansing Nova, one Expansion Explosion, four Discovery Dispersal, one Search for Scanter, four Gift of Paradise, three The Morari Conjecture, three Lich's Mastery. Uh, we're running 26 lands, so that's one Dragon Skull Summit, one Drowned Catacomb, one Gateway Plaza, two Hintland Harbor, one Island, Four Isolated Chapel, three Overgrown Tomb, one Plains, one Sacred Foundry, one Steam Vents, one Sulphur Falls, two Sun Battle Grove, one Swamp, three Temple Garden, two Water Grave, and one Woodland Cemetery. And then the sideboard is like one copy of Banefire, two copies of Duress, one Nature Spiral, one Deafening Clarion, two Knight of Autumn, three Thief of Sanity, one Lyra Dawnbringer, three Carnage Tyrant, and one The Immortal Sun. Mm-hmm. It's just like a list of cards. Yeah, um, I have no idea what your problem is. This is like magic as it was intended to be played. It's yeah, perfect. it's just like it's five colour nonsense, but apparently it's it's fantastic. Oh, it's not. It's absolutely <laughs> not. Um, so I uh, listened to Alan Charles's podcast. Yeah, uh, just think twice, and it, like he's talked about this deck quite a lot. So here's the only person that could ever play <laughs> any tournament with this deck. Um, and to be honest, most of the card choice, like I think mainly the land base, I have no idea how he came to those numbers. Yeah. Because um, they all just seem all over the place. Yeah. But so so, I mean, he's sort of known for playing nonsense five color ramp decks. Yeah. Um, and he's playing like a like as a karma deck uh, before returns Ravnik, before uh, God's Ravnik came up. Yeah. And he just wanted, he, he just wanted to build this Lich's Mastery deck because it was fun. Yeah, it's one of those cards that has definitely interested me since it's been released, and I'm just waiting for the day for somebody to break it because it's it's a very cool card. Mm-hmm. I mean, it says you can't lose the game. Yeah. Um, so you play Transfer Glory. Yes. Which says you lose the game, but then you don't because you have you have Lich's Mastery. Lich. Yeah. And then you take an extra turn. Um. I. It seems difficult to win the game. <laughs> it's yeah. perf- perfectly easy to not lose the game. Yeah. So, like, four revitalizers will just get you there and uh, draw four cards when you have Lich's Master in play. Yeah. You have four Gift of Paradise, which ramp you, gain you three life, and are still decent when you have Lich's Mastery. Yeah. You have Expansion Explosion, which is the win condition? I guess so, yeah. 
so you have the Morari conjecture, then you cast an explosion, um, and on the third chapter, your opponent's dead. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess you've also got like Masterman's Acquisition to get like a Banefire of the sideboard, mm-hmm. or Carnage Tyrant, or the Sanity to steal your opponent's deck and beat them down with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. Like, because he was he was also playing like a Masterman's Acquisition deck at, at some point. Um, yeah. Previous to this, but yeah, like you, I guess you just like sort of don't lose, don't lose, don't lose, and like use Discovery to to get there. Yeah. Just sort of preordain. Um, and then you yeah Masterman's for a, for a Banefire. Um. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's very strange. Yeah, like I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly how consistent the wins would be in like, you know, like, like my hands, for example. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited to to watch some matches, uh, watch some, some people stream the deck, and who knows? Yeah, maybe not- maybe I'll maybe this will this will be the incentive I need to uh, to get back to playing Paper Standard. Yeah, I mean, I um, I mean, it seems weird to plug on already successful podcast um yeah like they have on their youtube channel they have um a couple of streams of him playing this deck yeah uh so if you wanted to check it like see it being played and listen to someone like the guy who built it talk about it then um there's other ways to do that i just love the the one divination one chemist is inside yeah it's very odd but how the hell do you come to that <laughs> ridiculous no that can't be that can't be correct can it uh, i mean it came first yeah, yeah, right. So, I mean, prob- probably it's probably correct. It's yeah, it's all like the land base, like the one ofs all over the place. Gateway Plaza. It's it's very strange. It's like I, I kind of love it. Uh, yeah, but I just so it's like it, it doesn't even have any four four of lands. No, not at all. So it's like three. Oh no, it does. It's got four isolated chapel. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. But it's got three overgrown tombs, three temple gardens. Yeah. And. <laughs> There's only Gift of Paradise in the main deck. Yeah. <laughs> That's your green card. It's it, it's like the most bizarre... I don't know, it feels like it's it's really ugly to look at as a deck list. Oh, it's awful. It's, yeah, kind of horrible to look at. I hate it. But, Imagine if you laid it out in paper, it would look quite cool. Yeah. But like, yeah, looking at this written down, it's just the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, yeah, I it's it's ridiculous. I don't think this deck is good... I don't think you should play it. Um, I think it's not surprising he won the classic with his deck. Yeah, but that doesn't make it good. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess you're just leaning hard and revitalizes and gift of paradise is to not die. Yeah, for sure. And you have a hard time against control decks, though. Yeah, I mean, especially like any deck that's playing um, like main deck cleansing novas. Yeah. Which is my Jeskai build currently. Like that, yeah, because you, you don't have any counter spells. So if they play that and they choose enchantments, then your Lich's Mastery goes and you just lose. Yeah, and you have to tap out for. I imagine tap out like for a six mana enchantment that doesn't do anything. Yeah, for sure. Um, you, so, yeah, and you're not you're not playing counter spells anyway in the, in the deck. So no, so I don't. I don't know. It just feels like it. Feels like it's very weak to something like that. Yeah, I think I think you're leaning a lot on your opponent not having any idea what you're doing. Yeah, like if you if you're playing this, you just have to hope that your opponent is countering the wrong things or like yeah, just doesn't have any idea what's happening. So it doesn't know what to what to deal with. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think you need I don't think you need Lich's mastery to win the game. Um, I think you can just play like 
sort of a sort of a turbo fog game with revitalizing gift of paradise and just not die enough possibly i think you would you would need obviously like actual fogs if you were going to do that um i don't know i think i it would assume like mastery just lets you it lets you absorb way more damage than you usually would plus it's also a really nice draw engine and i think i think it's the consistency of the card draw that sort of helps you get there yeah that's true but i'm definitely interested to to watch some more games of it because it's it's intriguing yeah it doesn't look like it should work and yet it did <laughs> it doesn't look like a deck yeah it looks like yeah he just put his hands in a box truly is a, a what the deck i think absolutely it's sweet cool so that is about all we have time for this week uh, if you want to hit us up, uh, get in touch with us on social media, have a good complaint at us because we missed an episode last week, uh, tell us why we're just wrong about modern, or tell us that like glitches, rainbow or whatever is just like the best deck in the format. You can find us on Facebook, we are facebook.com slash hfdcast. We're also on Twitter at hfdcast or just hfdcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can catch me on my personal social media on Twitter. I'm at peachgardenoaf, that is O for Vinef. Uh, you can catch me posting a lot of old school stuff on there recently. Uh, getting getting pretty pretty involved in the old school community. Absolutely loving it. Or you can find me on Facebook. I'm just Joe Loudon. I'm in pretty much every magic group there is on Facebook by now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at snail69. Nice. There we go. <laughs> that, <laughs> that you felt, missed that. That felt that <laughs> You just said that. Oh, um... Or yeah, just like find me on Facebook. I mean, don't find me on Facebook because I'll just have an argument with you. <laughs> Way things are going currently. <laughs> so with a bad week I've had, like anyone, anytime anyone's crossed me, I've just decided to shout at them. So <laughs> maybe give me a miss on Facebook this week. Sure, sure, maybe. <laughs> Once again, we're approaching the second hour. The Godfarer has returned. So we'll see you again next week on Hour of Devastation. <laughs> <laughs>